It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Birds Radio presented by the new Bet Parks app. It's everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. And we are coming to you from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. TV's on, comfy chairs about to watch Carson Wentz play his first football game in a, a Washington Commanders uniform while we bring you the show. And Elliot Shore Parks last night. And you said on the air yesterday, you only get 20 guaranteed yes. ones a year. Actually, 19. Oh, yes, 20 because it's yeah, 17 20, games. Yep. 20 a year. We got one of them last night. We watched Eagles play some football last yes. night, eh? Yeah, and it was exciting. I mean, look, we're going to get into, obviously, all the, the nitty-gritties of the game, who helped themselves, who didn't. Of course, we're going to talk Jalen. But I think my main takeaway from last night was it really couldn't have gone better for the Eagles. I know they ultimately lost the game, but let's be honest. The score really <laughs> doesn't like, matter. Could you care less? Yeah, right? exactly. Like, but just for, for the, the time when the starters were in, the time where the Eagles were seeing guys that were actually going to contribute this year, I don't know if there was a single player where I was, like, stocked down on that guy. Like, look, we'll, we'll talk about maybe who hurt or helped themselves. But I don't think anybody was really bad. And, of course, the main story is, do the Eagles, are they ever going to run the ball again? <laughs> are, they, are they a passing attack now? Are they a team that's just going to throw their way? And if they are... I'm all in on them. I'm, I'm back on the 13 wins if they're going to throw it like last night. But, man, for Jalen to go six for six, for him to distribute the ball the way he did, to have two completions over 20 yards, one on the move and then one from the pocket, like, I mean, you couldn't have asked for anything more. It was the exact – if you could have scripted the six plays for the Eagles besides the hit, and we'll talk about that. But that's exactly how you would have scripted it. So I think the Eagles should have felt – thrilled about what they saw last yeah night. i don't know how you couldn't again it was only one drive obviously and that caveat's out there and we're going to get into all the you know how much do you buy into what you saw yeah. last night how much does it change what you feel about this team if at all but 
regardless of, of the, the uh, effects of it after, in the moment, as you said, there's nothing you could have wanted to see more. They came out and they threw the ball yeah. down the field with ease. Six I mean, for six. Hertz like... looked so comfortable out there, so confident running the offense. Guys were wide open. You yes. know, I mean, the, the, obviously a ton of focus on A.J. Brown. We're all like, oh, they're going to throw it to A.J. And they threw it to the open guy. And and, and, and Hertz did a nice job of finding the open guy just like to kind of deciphering who was yeah, there think, and who was no, open. I think everyone, no, I guess Goddard had two catches. But outside of that, I mean, Miles Sanders had one, Quez had one, Goddard had two. So he really did distribute it. He distributed it. He did everything everyone wanted to see. And again, it's one drive and yeah. it's against a bad Jets team and it's a preseason game and all that. But, you know, if we're going to talk about the, the practices and, yeah. and kind of critique every throw and everything, then we got to give him credit when in a, you know, quote unquote game situation where, hey, the Jets were trying. They almost not Knocked Hurts yeah, out. I mean, they were yeah. trying that's so hard, point. right? If, if there's anything we can say for sure last night, it's that the Jets were trying on defense. The Jets yeah. were trying on defense, and you literally could not have asked for more. So let's dive into it. We'll get into, like you said, the nitty-gritty. We'll get into some guys who, who really stood out outside of Hurts and, and yeah. whatnot. But, but in terms of what you saw from the offense and what does it mean for you? Because, again, uh -huh. I think if you know people have been listening to the show, the pods we've been doing, shockingly i've been a little more positive yeah. than you have been maybe not down there seeing it every day in practice and all that but you have been a little more concerned let's say about hurts about what you've seen what did you think of last night and what did it do for you moving forward yeah so like i started with i think if you were going to script six plays from jalen that's what you would want to see right now here's the caveats i'll throw out there that maybe don't have me jumping all the way back into where you're at right if Jalen's going to look good in an environment, it's going to be one where the team is not game planning, right? Like my big concern for the offense this year is off of what happened last year where they ran the ball so much. Then you saw in the Tampa Bay game where they game planned and it was a disaster. Like the, the defense really kind of came in prepared to shut down the running game and they had no counter punch. That's my concern for this year. So last night, yes, the Jets were absolutely trying. And I 100% agree with you where if we're going to micro-analyze every throw in training camp, I'm certainly down to micro-analyze all the camps <laughs> in the game. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. But he was going against a defense that wasn't game planning. And for me, that's a concern this year. It's when a team comes out and says, okay, we're going to game plan to stop the run, or we're going to force Jalen you know, to go to the side he doesn't like to throw to. Then what can he do? So those would be my caveats for last night. But it would be hypocritical of me. If I talk on this station a lot about how Jalen I don't think has looked good in camp and how the passing game has been a problem, for me to come on here and say, of course watching them last night, I felt better about the team. Like, of course I did. How could you not? He was six for six. They went right down the field. So I'm not sitting here and saying I'm actually at like 11 or 12 wins. I'm probably still a little bit where I was before, which is – I'm like right teetering on that nine and a half. We're here at Park Casino. Uh, you know, people are here are talking about whether you should bet the Eagles over or under. You'd ask me before the game, I probably maybe would have leaned under. Now maybe I'm leaning over. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think it changed my opinion a ton, but it certainly was a positive to see. Yeah, it didn't change my opinion a ton, but that's because I'm already in the 11 to 12 range. Right. I already think they're going to be a good team, and it only showed me what I was expecting to see. I, you even – on the midday show yesterday, you're in for John Ritchie. Joe at the end of the show says, all right, predict what's going to happen. And what did I say? I said, Jalen's going to have one great drive. They're going to take him out of the game. And we're going to feel good about it. Yeah. Like this Seltzer is Domus what I expected. Yeah. And it was, but again, it was even, it was even smoother than I expected to see yeah. the offense looked even better. And again, like, 
that was kind of the point I was making with Jalen, too, is he's one of these guys where, and, you know, I hate it does seem like an excuse or whatever, but he is someone whose natural abilities just translate better to going full speed and going full out than necessarily in practice. It's just the type of player he is. He's always going to look better in a game situation so than he is in practice. I, I don't completely disagree with you on that, but I actually thought last night maybe was an example of that because I know he had the one run where he got hit, and then he had the – Play where the you throw scream. on the run, yeah, yeah the throw the right. on the run, but but he could do that in camp. That you know, that's not something he couldn't do in camp. I thought just the fact that he was decisive from the pocket on where he wanted to go, and then to your point, like when he did scramble out, the throw to Quez, great catch by Quez, by the way, as well to get both of his feet in. But I thought that was a very nice throw. The throw to Goddard, Goddard's wide open, but he does hit him from the pocket right where you in stride, in stride, right, yeah. and he's able to take it in. So yeah, I mean. Again, the only negatives I can say for Jalen last night would be they weren't game planning for him. But that's not a Jalen problem, right? That's not like Jalen's fault they weren't game planning. Last night, Jalen, and we've talked about this too, like there's not many players in the NFL with more pressure on them, on them than Jalen. I would argue like, maybe none. Maybe yeah. none, right? You but take cert- everything into account. Certainly in the top Expectations 10. of the team, yep. the contract situation, the future, all that stuff. Yeah, he's. I would say I can't think of one more. Maybe there is, but he's certainly in the top five yeah, of exactly. most pressure. Look, the other one might be the one we're about yeah, to watch up true. here. Carson true, but at least Wentz. that guy's gotten paid already. Yes, you know, which Jalen yeah. is not. So last night was a pressure situation for Jalen because if he comes out last night and he struggles, we're painting it as a big deal for sure. And I shouldn't say paint; it would be a big deal to me. Like if last night he came out and he was one for four and the offense looked bad, it would back up what I had seen in camp, and I would say this is why I'm concerned. So I absolutely believe he deserves credit for coming out and going six for six last night. And also, if you're an Eagles fan, like, I think you should be excited about what you saw. Like, they haven't seen, Eagles fans haven't seen training camp practices. So for them to come out, for the Eagles offense to come out and look like that, passing the ball. And that's what I really like, too, is that we know the strength of this team right now, or at least we think is running the ball, right? We saw that last year. We know what Jalen can do as a runner. He's a dynamic runner. The, the pass, offensive line. All that, right? Yeah. So for them to come out and pass it, I thought was also a, a somewhat of an admission of like, okay, let's get working on what we need to get working. And leading up to the game, I wouldn't have played the starters. And look, like, they got a little lucky, Jalen. Yeah, absolutely. right. Especially looking at Zach Wilson on the other side, too. Yes. Like They, they, yeah, it, they, dodged, good, they yeah. dodged a bullet yes. last night. But... But if you're going to take that risk, you better make it worthwhile. And so for them to come out and practice the passing game to get Jalen attempting, you know, six passes, that makes it worth it. And again, they dodged a bullet. We can talk about the hit now if you want. But like, it worked out for them last night. And I think that's, like I said, my main takeaway is in a season where I really think it's important for them to get off to a good start. I really think it's important for them to get like the good vibes going. Last night, they got the good vibes going. We always talk in sports, especially in in football, about confidence and how important it is to go out and believe you're going to beat the guy in front of you, believe you're the best player on that field, all that stuff. And last night, the offense is a kind of thing that can help carry forward. Like, you should feel confident after a performance like that. And Jalen looked confident. Jalen looked calm, cool, composed out there. He didn't look like he was hurrying things. He didn't look like he was breaking the pocket too early. Everything you saw from Jalen last night was impressive, and it was what you want to see. Now, again, we know it was one drive. It was six passes, but still, it's all we've got. It's all we, the general public, have yes. seen outside of that open practice. It's all we've seen, and, and again, more game action, so a more you know theoretically real representation of what you're going to see. So I, I think you have to be emboldened by what you saw last night. Let's get to the hit. We'll come to yeah. the phones in a sec. 215-592-9494. 
even though it was only, you know, essentially one drive, and we'll talk about other players and things throughout the game and all that. But, yeah, I want to talk about the defense, too, for sure. But did last night change your opinion of this team at all? I know it's just one preseason game, but it's the first time we've gotten to see them in action. Do you feel differently last night after what you saw? All right, coming to the phones in a minute. Let's get to the hit. Yes. What were your thoughts? I mean, obviously, I think you're know, very clear. We, we could all flat out agree. You know, your football players, it's the preseason. It's a fraternity. Like, I'm completely out of line for that guy to do that. If I'm Robert Sala, I bench that dude. Like, that is not that is not okay to do. It was very clearly a late hit, very clearly led with the helmet going out of bounds. Like, this is a preseason game, especially with the starters on the field. Sometimes yeah. you'll see that with, like, a four-stringer trying to make the team be an overzealous or whatever. Like, this was completely and totally out of line. But again, to your point, Eagles get lucky. Hurts doesn't get hurt. Of scary situation. What were your thoughts about the whole thing? Yeah, I thought Robert Sala actually described it perfectly. Like, it was egregiously awful. It was egregiously awful. And it's sometimes, I think, in the NFL, we can do this where a late hit, if you slow it down really, you know, take it frame by frame, that, that's not how the game's played, right? That wasn't the case last mm -hmm. night. Like, watching that live, the second Jalen got hit, the reaction from everyone, at least in the press box, and I'm sure everyone in the stands watching at home. at home, yeah. Yeah, it was like, ooh, like, that was, I was not like, good. No, what? I was yes. like, freaking out. Everyone yes. was like, be quiet, Zoe. Like, I was yes. like, I got mad. Dude. It, it was it was a absolutely late hit. Like, now, Jalen stepping out of bounds, and not only just that, it's helmet to helmet. Mm -hmm. And you see Sirianni, the way he flipped out about it, and we'll get to that in a second. But what I thought, I don't even know if interesting is the right word. I'm just surprised there's this, like, vocal minority out there, including A.J. Brown, that was kind of like, Jalen should have gone down. I couldn't believe it. And, and Jalen, <laughs> what? And look, He's running out of bounds. And A.J. said, like, you know, late hit, all those things. But I was surprised it's even a discussion. Me too. Like, he's running out of bounds. The defender that was closest to him had essentially given up on the play. And this guy comes out of, like, nowhere. Like, he's five or six yards from Jalen when Jalen is clearly giving up. Like, if you really, really want to nitpick – Maybe he should have slid earlier. Like, if you really want to be critical of But him. it's a preseason game. I don't think he yes. ever thought someone would do that I, in a preseason game. But I don't even think it's about being a preseason On game. Top of I it, think though. even in a regular game, sure. I think it was very clear he had given himself he up. He was, he like, was like two, three yards yes. out of bounds. Yeah, so I thought it was definitely a late hit for sure. Um, clearly, Jalen gets right back up. I mean, sometimes, you know, knock on wood, sometimes with concussions, who knows? Hopefully, if he mm -hmm. wakes up today and, and feels good. But the fact that he took that hit and got up like that was crazy. Like, when he got hit, I was, again, I turned, you know, Ike Reeks was in the box with me. And we were both just like, wow, like, what a hit. So they really, uh, they got lucky with that. And I will say this about Jalen. Like, last night, clearly he took the hit, so it was an example of him avoiding contact. But for as much as he runs the ball and for as much as he's, like, at the end of these plays where he has the ball, he really doesn't take big hits very mm -hmm. often. And he so I think, himself. I think he deserves a benefit of the doubt where, like, he felt he had given up. I think if Jalen felt he there was even a chance he needed to slide, he would have slid. Yeah, it's a little Russell Wilson-ish in that and the ability yeah. to kind of just give his body up, know when he's you know beat, know when to go down and all that. I'm with you. And I, too, give him the benefit of the doubt with that as well. Yeah, but the other thing from that, that I think is one of the main takeaways from the game, too, is, like, Sirianni's reaction to that, that was and, so noteworthy. And my lot of the whole team, yeah. really. Like, that felt, you know, you know me. I'm a vibes dude. Right. I tell, it's what I always talk about with 2017. We won the Super Bowl, I think, in a, a large part because of the vibes and the chemistry and the culture that that team had. Like, this stuff matters. And last night felt a little galvanizing for those guys. I mean, if you remember, I don't actually remember what year it is now. I think it was 2013, maybe 2014. 
but uh, Nick Foles gets yeah, absolutely the body, blasted. That's the bodyguard right? game. Yeah. That's and how he became the bodyguard. Jason Peters. Jason uh, Peters runs up to his protection. You saw that last night. But like, I've covered a lot of NFL games. I've seen a lot of head coaches mad. Never once did I think there was a non-zero percent chance that a head coach would run to the other <laughs> sideline. Like, I, I'm not kidding. I think if they would have hit Jalen again, like, there is a non-zero percent chance Sirianni would have. Like, I don't know if he would have gotten there. But he would <laughs> have started to go out. And, and I'm saying this as a compliment to him. Like, I, I think that he handled that exactly how you want your head coach to handle that in that moment. You want to show your players you're as furious as they are. You want to show your quarterback how upset you are. And I actually think when you talk about head coach quarterback relationships and how important it is to be on the same page, Jalen and Nick actually complement each other really well. When you consider like Sirianni's reaction was like pure anger. He's yelling at Salah. He's cursing. Like people are calming him down. And Jalen's, Jalen's up. Like, cool. He brushes himself <laughs> off after the game. He's like, you know, he's asked twelve questions about it. And he's and he's literally was like, I got hit. They threw the flag. We moved on. Yep. And I think that their personalities they have so much in common. But that part of them is so different, and I think it really helps because you do have to have one person that's a little, like, I don't want to say off edge because that's – Yeah, you I need don't a little fire. You need some emotion, yeah. right? And I think that Jalen's certainly competitive, but Jalen is much more, like, steady it's like hand. like you and me. You're the, you're the steady hand. Exactly. I'm the fire. That's yeah. what we do here. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. But, um, no, so I thought it was, like, awesome to see that. And then uh, Jalen said after the game, like, you know, the reaction from Sirianni, like, that's what Sirianni built here. Like, people care about each other. And sometimes that can be lip service. Sometimes I think that gets overblown. But just being around the team, man, like, they really, really like Jalen. And they really like each other. Like, I don't think, you matters, know. matters, man. Yeah. I, I think, think we're really seeing with the Phillies right now, too. I, I, I think chemistry matters in sports. Yeah. I think it particularly matters in football. So that's the kind of stuff I want to see. All right, to the phones in one sec. Quickly, you said you wanted to say something about the D. And we'll get into specific players, too. We're obviously yeah. talking about Jay and all that. But if you want to call in talking about a uh, uh, specific player who stood out to you, good, bad, whatever, 215-592-9494 to the phones in one sec. Quickly, what were your thoughts on the defense last night? Well, I, my first thought about the defense was like, man, they are just so good at dominating bad quarterbacks. Like, know, it's like it's what they do. Yeah, I'm happy Zach Wilson you know, didn't suffer a major injury, and it, it's unfortunate he got hurt. But, man, he is bad. Like, like <laughs> I, I would take Jalen Hurts 10 out of 10 times over Zach Wilson. And Zach Wilson is actually – I've always thought they're good comparisons to each other because Zach Wilson has everything, like nothing but the arm, mm -hmm. and Jalen has literally everything mm -hmm. but, like, the flick of the wrist arm. But so for the defense to come out last night, uh, you know, Kaiser White to jump out the way he did. I mean, I said on the postgame show last night, but like, how long has it been since we talked about an Eagles game and we're talking about the linebackers early on in a yeah. positive way? Nicobe like, it's almost always, you know, Kobe yep. looked great, yeah. And I want to talk about Jordan Davis in a longer segment, so maybe I'll hold that. But, like, man, Jordan Davis was awesome Dude, last night. We, it's one of those things where, for, for most Eagles fans, we kept hearing from Cam. We saw him at Georgia and all that. But we kept hearing from, from Cam, yeah. just wait till you see this dude on the field. Wait till you see how big he is. Wait till you see how strong he is. And then, obviously, we had the open practice, and that clip went viral and all that. But then you see it last night, and you yeah. see him taking on, like, two, three guys at a time in a preseason game, and you're like, whoa dude like this guy could be a a, a real game-changing type player for dude, this team i was saying at the beginning how with the the one caveat for the offense and jalen could be that they didn't game plan the the jets didn't game plan either they were double teaming jordan davis yeah. last night like they yeah. had to otherwise he was gonna just Wreak get havoc. into the backfield yeah. so uh, literally every time i see jordan davis i think to myself i can't believe i ever questioned this pick. thank you i never did my, let's, yeah. let's, I mean, like, let's, so let's let the prove it but show. that's my like 
I'm just like, how? Like, Elliot, you know more <laughs> than to question that pick. And every time I see him, I'm like, what a no-brainer it was. Love it. All right, 215-592-9494. First and foremost, did last night change your opinion of this team at all? Was it just preseason? I get it. It's just one game, but did it change the way you feel about this team, seeing the offense and Hurts in particular look so good? And, again, if there are any players or, or uh, things you want to shout out, we are happy to take those calls as well. We'll get into that as the show rolls on as well. 215-592-9494. It started out where we do every single Saturday at this time. Let's go to Abbotson and talk to our buddy Tom. Yo, Tom. Yo, fellas. How are we doing today? What up, Tom? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So how about that performance by uh, Jalen Bradford last night? Huh? <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> there, I guess we know where you're going with this. Yeah. Well, I just keep hearing how everybody's pleasantly surprised. My question is pleasantly surprised at what? Because what I saw last night, I mean, I saw things I already knew about Jalen Hurts. I saw the same guy from last year. Like, I know he can run. I've seen him make the throws he made last night. I know that he could go through one, maybe two reads, and then take off running. I know that he runs to the right because when he runs to the left, he can't throw effectively. Like, what, like that's exactly what I saw last night. So you tell me, guys, why is everybody pleasantly surprised? Well, he, Tom, you went six for six for 80 yards and a touchdown. Like, at two touchdowns. One got called back, then he got it back. Like, I understand your point that you want to see him do some other things and whatnot, but he took what the defense gave him and was literally perfect in the game. I, I don't mm. know how you can, Also, well, look, you could say it's just one pre there. You could say it's just one preseason game. That's fine, but you can't look right. at last night and say last night wasn't impressive in and of itself. Well, and also, Tom, let's be honest. If we would have talked to you yesterday, would you have predicted six for six, a perfect passer rating and a touchdown? Well, no, of course not. Okay, I well, then, I, then, then I think you, but then I think you have but, to but, be Okay, so let me, let, me make a, let me give you an example, okay? So the, the, the hit, the dirty ass hit, and that was a cheap ass hit, and that dude ought to be ashamed of himself. But yeah, I agree. What I, what I will say is he ran out of bounds there, and that was third down, right? So it would have been fourth and five if that dude didn't yeah. uh, take – it's an underrated point. It's an so underrated point. what I want to see is I want to see him hang in the pocket, maybe sidestep, you know, run around if he has to, go through his progressions and take a chance and throw it downfield somewhere. Uh, uh, I didn't see that last night. I understand that general point, but you also understand that if he doesn't need to do that, like if if success happens, it not all quarterbacks are stand there and dissect the defense, and we want to see him do it more, but – if Jalen Hurts can be successful moving around and throwing the ball better, like, who cares the, the, how he does the it? The thing, Tom, too, is I am on your side more so than maybe it seems. Like, I think the way for them to win long term is for Jalen to be through the passing game picking apart defenses, right? So I agree. Uh -huh. But but I also think, like, even I have to admit, like, there's never going to be a perfect time. And yet, like, you have to get it how you can get it. And if they're going to – how they were last night, six for six, down the field, like – at a certain point, we're just nitpicking in terms of saying, like, we want the perfect drive, you know? That's, but, that's, but that's not where I'm going. I'm just saying it's preseason, so it's, it is actually the perfect spot to try something outside yeah. your comfort zone. Well, they threw something it six times. They, they didn't run the ball. At. They ran it once, Tom. Like I, 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 don't... I know, but I, I, you know what I'm saying. James, he could no. you know, take a chance, throw it down the field. I get it, and Tommy, always a great call. Look, I get your point, and they did throw it down the field, but I, I think, look, when you've got one drive, you take what the defense yeah. gives you and you move the ball down the field, and he did it flawlessly. Like, I I, I agree with the general idea. Like, I want to see him be able to, 
stand there and, and dice it up and all that. Like, I want to, but but I just I can't argue with what he did last night. He took what they gave yeah. him, and he moved the ball down the field. Now, I think we can all agree, like, he deserves an A for last night. 100%. For, now, from, from under that umbrella, there are certainly things that you could point to. Like, I think Tom made a good point. I did think there were one or two plays where he had a clean pocket and maybe left it a little early, right? But, again, like, I think that's nitpicking. Like, he needs to work on it, but ultimately last night was, without question, a positive for Jalen. 215-592-9494. Where do you come down on last night? Are you like Tom where you're like, you know what? It did nothing for me. You know, it's just a preseason game. And, I, look, I get there are people who just don't care about preseason. And I understand that. I'm not, like, Couldn't be over- me. Could yeah, not, not be you. me. I'm not yeah. overrating preseason. I already thought this team was going to be good. But are you like Tom? Does last night just kind of do nothing for you, or did it change the way you look at this team? And, again, any players you want to chime in on what you thought about last night, get our thoughts on it as well, 215-592-9494. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. And let me tell you about the Bet Parks app. It's everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook, and it's the only app that we here at Go Birds recommend, the Bet Parks Sportsbook app. Has you covered for football season. Nothing better than the Bet Parks app in football season. You can bet on pro football futures, bet on how many games the birds are going to win this year. You can bet on whether they're going to make the playoffs. You can bet on who's going to lead the league in passing and rushing yards. You can bet on who's going to be the pro football league champion based on a $100 money line wager. Buffalo pays out $600, Tampa Bay $750, Green Bay $1,000, and the birds pay out $3 thousand dollars if they win it all on a hundred dollar money line wager bet parks is also the official betting partner of the pga tour you can do live in-game betting which is a wild ride bet on the action as it happens join me join elliot join go birds and bet on all your favorite sports and play all your favorite casino games for real money download the app in the app store google play store or at betparks.com new users make their first bet risk-free up to 750 dollars your risk-free risk-free bet is refunded in site credit sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app look at that Kravitz on the ones and twos steve miller i fly like an eagle 215-592-9494. The Eagles did fly last night, certainly with the first teamers in as the Eagles uh, offense six for six, 80 yards for Jalen Hurts. A touchdown. Let's dive into it. 215-592-9494 is Go Birds Radio presented by the Bet Parks app. We are live from Parks Casino and Sportsbook trying to get to as many calls as we can today to get the reaction of our people i see many of our favorites all of our favorites we already had tom now we got we got them all lined up this makes me so happy let's just dive in again did what you saw last night change your opinion of this eagles team moving forward and also particular players who stood out to you 215-592-9494 let's go to tennessee and talk to our buddy justin uh most my screen's not working if you could control it from the back there and bright my i'll fix it here but pop justin up for us Justin, hey, buddy. What happened, fellas? How y'all doing this fine, beautiful Saturday? What up, fella? Nice, How you doing? N- oh, look at you. Nice, smooth uh, smooth action there getting you on. No problem. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> it, it happens, bud. It happens. Uh, man, it, I didn't get to watch the game until this morning. I had to record it from the uh, NFL Network replay, but I, I got up at 8 and started watching it this morning. Yeah. And I was really impressed with, both lines, uh, I think Howie has done a phenomenal job with the last two drafts. And yeah. Cam Jurgens is the guy that really stood out to me the most. I, 
I was I was like a what the heck guy when they drafted him. I, I'm not going to lie. I was like, you know, but I, we all know that Kelsey's kind of in and out every year. We're not sure what he's going to do. But I was really impressed with that kid last night. Now, I mean, he, he just, the body type and frame and everything, he just looks like Kelsey. And I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Kelsey, but I was super impressed with that kid. The way he was pulling, getting out on screens and everything. Yeah. No, Justin, I completely agree with you. And it's funny, like, if you would have asked me a week ago who's one of the top three players they couldn't lose to injury, I would have said Jason Kelsey just because of how important yeah. he is. And, you know, he's an elite center. Now, and it's a, you know, maybe a classic uh, Monday morning well, quarterback reaction. reaction. Yeah. Now I'm kind of <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. It's just like wait until he's perfectly healthy. Like, Jurgens looked great out there. And I think what was impressive about Jurgens and Sirianni touched on this last night, like, he had the team, like, for as many snaps as he played, there was not a lot of, like, bad penalties or the team didn't look sloppy. No. Like, and a big part of the center is obviously getting them lined up, calling out pre, uh, pre-snap reads and those type of things. And it seemed like, at least from the initial walkthrough, or watch, it seemed like he did a really good job. At and, he, and again, to, to the point, kind of, and I think that's the most important thing about Kelsey we don't talk about is how freaking smart this guy is yeah. and how great he is at doing the the And how much it stuff. helps every quarterback. Yeah, and it's the quarterback, the line, everybody. So I, I think Jurgen's learning from him will help. But to, to your guy's point, yours, Justin, like, just athletically, the way that, yeah. I mean, we don't normally watch a preseason game and say, wow, look at the center popping yes, off the screen. Yes. Dude was popping <laughs> off the screen, Justin. I'm with you. He was, man. And, like, uh, Elliot, like, he hit all my points at the beginning of the show. Like, when's the last time we can talk about linebackers and feeling good I about know. linebackers? And it's the first team, but the second team, and even the third team, was, you know, Sean Bradley, he flashed a couple of times. You know, we know he's kind of been a special teams guy, but Davion Taylor looked pretty good. And then that one play where Nicobe just – Blew up the blockers yeah. that tripped up the running back. You know? Well, and, and I mean, also, Justin, you could see, and this was something we talked about when they drafted both guys, but Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean knowing each other. Yeah. Like you're seeing it, it matters, right? Friendship he knows how, wins, man. Knows yeah. how to play off of Davis, knows what Davis is doing, and can react quicker to that stuff. Like, I, I think all that stuff matters. Well, what's crazy that, is, so obviously I've talked a lot since camp began, various shows and hits, and people ask about Kobe, which makes sense. And I've always kind of said, like, it isn't really that Kobe's playing poorly. It's that the starting linebackers have played so well. Yeah. Like, you know, T.J. Edwards didn't really flash last night, but he's had an outstanding camp. Kaiser White with the interception. You mentioned Davion Taylor. I think he's had a really good camp. Like, the Eagles all of a sudden, you know, we'll see, right, because I think their track record at linebackers certainly deserves some skepticism. But their linebackers look like they could be actual difference makers. Yeah, they, they really they really do, man. And, I, I, James, I sent you a, a message a minute ago. It was like a clip or a still shot somebody had. The Jordan it, Davis thing? three guys on Jordan Davis. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's nuts. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, one thing real quick before I get off here. Uh, you guys know I, I listen to every pod and everything. I may not get to call in every week. But I, I just I had to tell this. James and I spoke by message this week. Elliot, please, for the love of God, stop talking about the movies man i love (laughs) your take on action movies is like the number one worst take i've ever heard i mean they're all the same man like we get it the world's about to end and someone has to save it like it's it's the same every time you should just stop talking you You know i do man and like i said i've told y'all a hundred times one of these days i'm getting up there and we're all gonna have the biggest bro hug ever oh absolutely 
movie takes, man. Please. <laughs> You're the best, Justin. I love it. I'm going to get out there. I love you boys. I mean, y'all keep doing your thing. I love you too, buddy. You're the best, Justin. He is correct. About yeah, it. I mean, it was just For funny. For those who don't know, Elliot does not like action movies. Well, it was funny because so. we're on the pod. You're like, I have this great action movie to, rec- to recommend. Yes. And I'm like, I don't like action movies. All the plots are the same. It's all about the world ending. I'm like, so what's this great one you saw? And you're like, so the world's running out of water. And it's well, like- no, that was a different <laughs> one that I was talking about. But yes, that was Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. That is an amazing. I was talking about Raid Redemption when yes. I up, which is nothing like Mad Max Fury Road. So. The world isn't ending in Mad Max Fury Road. It's just a post-apocalyptic future. Exactly. Yeah. It's Thank all you. the same to me, man. Yeah. It's all the same. It's a, again, a, a, a bad take from Sorry, it's how Park. I feel. 215-592-9494. Let's keep it rolling with our dudes, Chris and Ocean City. What up, Chris? Yo, what's going on, James? What's up, Flipper? How are we doing today, brother? <laughs> <laughs> what it. up, Chris? Good to hear from you. So, I guess the real question is, I just want to know which one of you likes fish more? Well, obviously that's me. Well, I think it's going to say because I flip-flop. Ah, <laughs> now this could work for you, Chris. Well done. It's okay. They don't always work. All right, yeah. so time to hold some people account. All right, first off, it's unbelievable that this is the only fan base where you can have a quarterback go literally perfect with yeah. multiple explosive plays, and the first call of the day is, 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 is talking about, you know, how he's still trash. Shut it's true. up. It's true. Just shut up. All you do when you speak is just belie your own ignorance. And if you still want to go vote for that fraudulent dude down in Washington, by all means. Because as was stated this week, no one else wants them. So if you still do, by all means, tune into that. (laughs) Stated incredibly rudely as well. What's crazy, Chris, is, and I've said this before, but, like, I think we sometimes pretend as if, like, if Jalen's great this year, the, the controversy is going to be over. Like, that's not the case in the city. Like, Mm-mm. the quarterback is always going to be under a ton of scrutiny. He's always going to have to prove things. Carson was unbelievable in 2017. He lasted about a year and a half till he was like, oh, is he the guy or not, right? So you were right that, like, he was – Jalen was literally perfect last night, and people are still questioning him. I think that's just the reality of being the quarterback uh, for the Eagles. And just a, a couple of other points. So I think we can put to bed this narrative that A.J. Brown is going to siphon targets off from everybody else. And, of course, this fan base, we, we pine for a number one receiver for over a decade, and then we finally get one, and it's, but the number two will be sad. Shut up. It's so stupid. And then other things, like he can't see the whole field. He did. He utilized the entire field. Can't throw down the field. Had a great strike to Quez, great strike to Goddard. And what I loved most about Jalen is his clearly growing confidence, not only in his mm-hmm. press, post-game presser, but also the way that he was dancing on the field and saying, be like, yo, man, like I know who I am. You're just about to find out. And so I'm so excited for this team. I've increased my win total from, from 10, between 10 and 11 to now a minimum 12. Love and this. it's mainly because of this, this defense. Like You guys know I, I told you I didn't know what we were going to have in, in Bradbury and Davis and, and some of these linebackers. And early returns are great. So with the combination of our defense and how many ways we can hit you on the offense, minimum 12 wins, minimum NFC championship. Game. Wow, Chris, Chris coming in hot Chris, today. Chris is going to be, Thanks look, call, buddy. That it's gonna be tough to pass. I think that's caller of the day. That was There's a lot, of, a lot of great ones on the board. It's a high bar. Well, yeah, it's Chris. been set, and we'll, yeah. we'll see if our people can reach it. I did love the, the constant shot. Yeah, he was, he was fired up today. I, I get it. I like it. Now, is it maybe a little too early to crow? Maybe, maybe. Although like one say, preseason game, we're not there yet, but I appreciate it. I'll I appreciate say this, that so energy. Give me more of that energy. We're sitting here at Parks. They have all the beautiful TVs up, and they have the uh, Washington Commanders game on. 
16 seconds left in the first quarter. Guess who's still playing? Oh, yeah, buddy. And losing 10 nothing. And losing 10 nothing, yeah, right. You got to love it. Yeah. All right, let's keep Put it. in a perspective, Jalen, from yeah. last. <laughs> it's true. It's a good point. Let's keep it rolling. One of our greats. Let's go to Texas and talk to our buddy CJ. What up, Siege? Gentlemen, 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 how are we doing today? What up, CJ? I feel like we haven't talked in a while. Good to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, I've been kind of moving around. Now, it's, it's funny because after listening to just three calls, I feel like we're in mid-season form. I and know. The last caller was like Wade. Like they played the, the, the hit that give me my son. That sound like Wade's son right there because that dude was <laughs> over the top. Well, I we got both cool sides of it, right? We got the beginning one side. We got the other side. We got a little in the middle. That's We're hitting all the boxes. Versions of it. Just extreme versions of it, which always puts me back where I am, back in reality. Hey, I love what I saw, but I kind of expected what I saw because it was the Jets and it was the preseason. Yeah. He moved the ball. He ran around good. Hey, didn't change my expectations. I'm glad I saw what was put out there. That's all I'm going to say about Jalen because I'm not going to do the whole hot take. Didn't yeah, I mean, I think that's oh, – Sorry, I was going to say I think that's kind of where I am at. Like I was certainly imp- – I was impressed in the way that he was 6-for-6, six six, couldn't have gone better. But I don't think it really like upped my win total last night because the Jets are horrendous and they were not game planning. Yeah. But at the same time, I felt I saw a couple of things of the type of work everybody knows Jalen is putting in, is going to put in. No matter who you feel he is as a quarterback, everyone says the same thing. He works hard and he's a great leader. Yep. So which ties into our coach and far as the family field type of organization we got, you can see it all on the field. And Jalen is perfect for that. If he keeps growing, we'll keep going. I've always been in around 10 to 12 wins this season. I'm still there. But I will say this. Looking at our rookies, I'm a. I used to be an old school wrestling fan, and looking at Bam Bam Cam, <laughs> trucking people downfield, yeah, and D and D, which is Davis and freaking uh, Dean. I can't even. Dean yeah, and yeah, Davis. D and D, yeah, we got we got freaking wrestlers. They, hey, it looked <laughs> great seeing that. They did. Now, if we could mess around and get a safety, a for sure safety, I think we'd be in the mix for for years to come. CJ. Not even talking about quarterback, but far as what I saw on the offensive defensive line, I loved it. Hey, Howie, I tip my cap, my cap to you as far as what you did, as far as bringing in, because I have been on his butt the last couple of years. He got this draft totally right. This CJ. draft, I'm a, he, it was an A plus draft. Yeah, I was loving CJ's. the draft at first. But to just see it is amazing. CJ, I'm with you, and great call as always. Look, I. You know, Elliot knows any listeners of this podcast, this show, know that I've been yelling about for years about the lack of young blue chip players on this team. There's a chance. Like, I think Jordan Davis is going to be. Like, if I had to predict, I think that's a blue chip player. There's a chance. Like, Dean and Juergens, what we're seeing the early returns, the type of guys, like, they could turn into that at least. So, it it really is. uh, It's an exciting (laughs) seeing those three guys really shine. It feels like it's completely flipped. Like, they've gone from, like, an old team with no young talent to a team where you can make the argument most of their elite players are, like, 26 and younger. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's almost like how he's good at his job. I tried to tell you guys. (laughs) Good thing they didn't fire him. All right. 215-592-9494. Let's keep it going. What do you think of last night to change your opinion of the team and any players you want to chime in on? 215-592-9494. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. Coverage Radio, presented by Bet, the all-new Bet Parks app. 
trying it's a to nice smooth yeah. intro. You, here. you normally need to like get to the drop a little quicker, you know? Yeah, I was talking to you guys during the break and I forgot. This song's called The Eagles Will Rise Again by the yeah. Alan Parsons Project. I got a theme going here today. Okay. I think you're trying too hard with the theme, Mosh. Let's be honest. No, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill it next time. Okay. Well there's a lot of pressure on you because this this was a real dud, this one. So it's oh, it was. Of, uh, yeah, it was a it was a real miss by you, if we're gonna be honest. Speaking of trying too hard. The Washington Commanders <laughs> yes. still have Carson Wentz in the game in the second quarter, trying desperately to get him to end the drive it's with so a touchdown. Sad. And that should really put into perspective anybody that feels like last night. And look, there were certainly things to nitpick, but clearly last night was a smashing success that it took the Eagles offense one drive to get Jalen in. And the Commanders are out maybe on their third or fourth drive at this point, and he's still in there. So two one five five nine, not ideal or ideal for us. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We'll find out next break. If Moshe uh, redeems himself, we so, will. We will. Or it could fall flat again. Well, you be the judge. The park's odds that, there's, on that's that. the only reason to stay tuned. Like, forget yes. the Eagles talk. Find out if Moshe redeems himself. Ah, let's do the Eagles talk, too. 215 592 94 94. What were your takeaways from the game last night? Specific players, uh, people you thought flash. And again, more importantly, did it change your opinion of this team? Seeing how good the offense looked, seeing how strong the, the starters across the board looked. Did it did it change your, your opinion on what this team can be this season? 215-592-9494. Back to the phones, to Vancouver, and to our buddy Tom. What up, Tommy? Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? What up, Tom? How you doing? Now, I, I have you on speaker. If the sound's okay, I'd prefer to keep you on speaker if that's okay because of my situation. I'm actually in Maine. I'm at a, oh, wow. I'm at a rest stop. Tom from America. Okay, sure. Yeah. Why no, in Maine? I'm in Maine because our, our family has summered in Kennebunk for many decades. Nice. And uh, we're, it's our you. first time back since how, COVID. How, how highfalutin of you, summering in Kennebunk. Yeah. Well, so that's the, a very the Tom from Vancouver with thing my to grandfather. do, I like. Yes. So what's on your mind, buddy? So, okay, so yesterday's game, obviously, it was very, very exciting. It was, it was a reminder about how exciting football can be, at least uh, for the first uh, drive. And then, and then, in my opinion, seeing the defense. Yeah. The defense looks awesome. The rookies look great. It seems like Howie's season is continuing, Always. which is super. Uh, he, Sirianni, I thought he seemed legit. He, I liked the energy he was bringing. The play calling was, uh, was, seemed to be fine on both sides. The penalties, while there were some, there were a couple of bad calls too, penalty-wise, right? So that didn't worry me too much, especially with all of our uh, talk about uh, they're not getting enough practice time and all the rest of it. I thought the team looked like they were prepared and they were ready to play. Yeah, and I think that's what you saw last year, week one in Atlanta. Like, I think this idea that because they're not practicing, you know, two hours and only practicing an hour and a half like it's just silly to me that this is things kind of like some big impact on the season so yeah i thought they came out last night yeah again i think it's a great point for all this talk about oh they're not practicing hard enough it took them six plays to go right down the field and score a touchdown now the jets are bad but i think last night was a sign that what Sirianni's doing is working so now the uh, i will say that hurts i'm not i thought he played really well like you guys said the the part where I'm sort of siding a little bit with Tom from Abington is that I didn't feel he was challenged that much. And I'm wondering, yeah, that. like, in a preseason game, first preseason game against the Jets, they're probably not going to have a, a game plan designed to contain him. Is, would you agree with that, Elliot? Or, oh, or, and James, yeah. do you think that's wrong? Yeah, no. I, I think, like, last night was a positive. Last night he gets an A. But there's no question the fact that we're – we have to see Hurts succeed is when teams game plan to stop him and game plan to stop the run 
and see if he can counterpunch. And last night did not answer that question at all. Yeah, so that's really what I'm waiting to see uh, because that, I think, is going to be the key to the entire season. Absolutely. And uh, the, the, on, a, on a last note, I know it's sort of funny to end on a kicker note, but I thought Sipos actually looked decent. And oh, I, so, so hopefully Tom, he's over that baby face. Tom, great call. You, you ruined, Enjoy your you, time, by the way. You ruined my Maine. tease. I was going to tease heading into the next break. You know, something I can't figure out about this team, and I was going to go the other way. Why is Sipos still the punter? They revamped the entire team this offseason. Yeah, they make all these moves. They're like, all right, this team is ready to roll. And then you bring back the guy who stunk last year. And I know he had a couple nights nice ones last night, ba- but he also had a couple crap ones last night. He had a bad, a bad one. They were he trying to pin him inside He is not consistent. Like, yeah, he got it to the 15, I yeah. think, on that one. And then another one was a short punt. Had like, a bad bounce. Why? Why would you go out and rebuild this roster and just not even think about changing the punter? Like, they didn't well, even bring guys in. I think it's the so answer, weird. The answer is obvious. They're never going to punt the ball this year. <laughs> So they don't good even work. need a punter. Well done. You know, they don't even need a punter. Yeah. That was good no, work. but I do think they're probably, if I had to guess, they're monitoring punters on other rosters that are going to get cut. Uh, like and a at Jake that Elliott point, type they'll of thing. swipe them out. Okay, yeah. interesting. Because I, 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 Tom ruined my tease. I was going to say, one thing about this team I can't figure out, it's why is he still here? Yeah. So it's a great, great point. Let's go to Middletown and talk to Tyrone. What up, T? Hey, what's going on, guys? How's it going? What up, Tyrone? How you doing? Hey, uh, yeah, watching the game last night, it, it was uh, interesting. I think uh, it kind of played out the way I imagined it would. Uh, if, I want to—I have a question for you, Elliot, since you're at practice. Confirm yeah. this statement that I made. Uh, since they're not having as much contact so far, they're gradually building up with the full contact practices. Do you think that they've been predominantly doing a lot of individual drills as far as quarterbacks, uh, versus the receivers, versus safeties, cornerbacks, linemen versus offensive and defensive linemen, linebackers, et cetera. And will that sharpen their skills, which you saw evident last night in that they were, they were pretty sharp. Yeah. Yeah, so they definitely do a lot of uh, individual work, but then also I think to what you were talking about, like uh, one-on-ones, right? So like offense, defensive line, co- uh, cornerback, wide receiver. They do a lot of that. Yeah. They do linebacker versus running backs, linebackers versus tight ends. So I would say yeah. in, in practice, if they practice an hour and a half, 80 to 85% of that time is spent in either 11-on-11s or one-on-ones. Like they do a lot of competitive drills in practice. Yeah. And I think your point about it is good. Like that's why everyone focuses on the hitting. The hitting's not the key part of practice. The key part of practice is competitive drills against somebody yes. else, and they do a lot of that in practice. It, exactly, and I, and, I, and I also felt that if you, if you looked at the linebackers across the board and as well as the line, they, they were really sharp and they were crisp. Yeah. As, with, and, and the offense was the same. The receivers, if you look at the different levels of the, the pass patterns, it seemed like Jalen was almost at a buffet. He could take his pick. And almost select, and, and I don't, I couldn't see it. But did you see that he was checking down and hitting his secondary receivers? Great call, Tyrone. Uh, yeah, I mean, like we didn't see like a ton of. It didn't take him that long to get the ball out, so I'm assuming yeah, he didn't he have to go down too this, many progressions. But I think there was the Miles check Sanders down. check down. Yeah, I think they got Goddard over the middle. I don't know if it was a check down, but it was you know five or six yards over the middle, so it wasn't. But yeah, I, I thought that even though he had the two completions over 20 yards. At the top of my head, I mean, he was six for six, so clearly there there wasn't. But I didn't think he was risky with the ball at all. Oh, at all. Like he and, never and again, put it in danger. And that's a hallmark way. of Jalen Hurts, right? Yeah. I mean, that's something that we can we feel like we can count on with Jalen Hurts is he's not going to put it in danger's way. And we'll see if that 
uh, is a case this year because there's no question last year didn't have a ton of passing attempts comparatively to other quarterbacks. Totally. So this year, if there's a hundred more, but I think one thing is he he is a very smart football player with the ball. Yeah, and we'll, look, we'll see to the whole processing thing and getting through his progressions and all that. No matter what happened last night, to the point Elliott's made multiple times, it's not just game planning for Hurts. They're also not disguising things. Yeah, They're not trying 100%. to throw complex coverages at him and all that. So ultimately, we won't really know how far along Hurts is in that specific part of his development until it matters. Yep. But it was, you know, again, all you could ask for you saw last night. 215-592-9494. How do you feel? about what you saw last night does it change your opinion of this team and specific players that stood out to you we talked about cam jurgens jordan davis nicobe dean a few others who stood out to you last night in addition and, and in that vein coming up next i'm going to ask elliot if there was any movement on position battles last night we, we don't have that many on this team a lot of the spots are set but there are a few position battles especially lower down the roster uh, i want to get elliot's thoughts on whether anything became a little more clear last yep. night so to speak in which way it'll go it's elliot it's james Go Birds Radio, and let me remind you about the Bet Parks app. It's everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. It's the only app that we here at Go Birds recommend. The Bet Parks Sportsbook app has you covered for football season. There's nothing better than the Bet Park app. Bet Parks app during football season. You can bet on pro football futures, bet on how many games the Birds are going to win this year, whether they make the playoffs. You can bet on who's going to lead the league in passing and rushing yards. You can bet on who's going to be the pro football league champion based on a $100 money line wager. Buffalo pays out $600. Tampa Bay pays $750. Green Bay pays $1,000. And the Birds pay out $3,000 if they win it all on a $100 money line wager. Bet Parks is an official betting partner of the PGA Tour as well. Plus, live in-game betting lets you bet while the action happens. Join us and bet on all your favorite sports and play all your favorite casino games for real money. Just download the app in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at betparks.com. New users can make their first bet risk-free up to $750. A risk-free bet is refunded in site credit, sportsbook, and casino, all in one app. My claws are sharp as ever. So presented by Bet Parks, the all new Bet Parks app. Live from the sportsbook at Parks Casino. The uh, the big question of the show was Moshe Kravitz going to redeem himself when we came back and break with the next song? And the answer was no. Wow. Moshe, enough already. I don't even know Stop what song with this that Eagles is. thing. No one knows these songs. You play songs people know. That is the point of this. Enough. <laughs> all right? It's that we, we get. That? Some, I guess that's to do with Eagles, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, it's called The Eagle by Waylon yeah. Jennings. I enough. mean, James, enough. I know you're such a big country fan. We're done. Does Moshe Moshe, know more about music Moshe, than we're done. Enough. Okay? <laughs> Good. No more Eagles songs. That is the decree of this show. Oh, yeah. No, this was this was me admitting defeat okay, that good. I wasn't going to be able to keep it up all show I, long. I will take that. All right. 215-592-9494. Back to the phones in a sec. In a sec, I'm going to get Elliot's um, thoughts on position battles from yeah. last night, if anything became more clear. Two quick shout-outs, though. And it is funny because neither of those t- these two people will hear the shout-out. They will have nice. no idea that they were shouted out. The best out, kind but, of shout-out. But I'm doing it anyway. First shout-out to the Washington fan, uh, Commanders fan, who just came out over here who is super pumped about All Carson in Wentz. on Carson. Like, he was like, thank you for the quarterback. This guy's great. And I was like, hey, bro, like, you can have him. Yeah. Like, let me tell Jim, you. Jimmy was not Let me tell you. You're not, well, I was just like, come back in eight weeks, man, and tell yeah. me your thing. He's like, oh, he's going to be great. Get ready. Oh, bet on Washington to win the division. <laughs> so shout out to that guy and his insane confidence in Carson Wentz. Let me tell you, we've been there. We've done it. 
Uh, second shout out, and uh, she will not hear it because she never listens to the Obviously. show. Obviously. But uh, happy 11th wedding anniversary wow. to my wife, Emily. How about that? You know what's sad? I forgot. <laughs> so you told me this yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting, yeah. man. Yes, 11 years. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm, Mazel tov. I'm in, I'm in Thanks, five buddy. weeks. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> pretty much the same. same. Mazel tov, Elliot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Very shout exciting. out to my wife, Emily, who is absolutely not listening. All right. And is absolutely the best. Yeah. Uh, but like easily the best. Yes. Like the best. Well, yeah, look. I like Chris. <laughs> Let's not push it too hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Back to the phones in a second. Um, many of our favorites on the line. Excited to talk to people. But quickly. Last night, there weren't a ton of position battles on this team. You know, kind of a few spots you can point to that we aren't 100% sure about. Did any of those spots, whether it's, you know, fifth wide receiver, whether it's the safeties, whether it's whatever, was there anything last night that you kind of were like, oh, I I think I see a little more clarity on this specific battle? So I guess the two would be, uh, first, you mentioned fifth receiver. I'll start there. The the front four are very much set. AJ, Devontae, uh, Pascal, and Quez, in some order with the last two. Pascal looked good last night when giving yeah, up. Pascal he looked, looked more good. athletic than I thought. I'm telling you, yeah, man. I'm in, in on Pascal. Yeah, I, he he I runs enjoy, way enjoy, better I than enjoy, I thought. I was, yeah, he was faster than I thought he yes. was. Yeah. Uh, now, I do think it's probably because he wears number three. Which, like, <laughs> has to help, right? Like, now, I mean, how could it not? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, uh, but the fifth receiver spot, I think coming into the game, like, Rager definitely had it, but I thought Britton Covey was kind of like, pushing him. It was getting to a point where I was like, oh, maybe Britton Covey will do it. Man, Britton Covey last night. Now, I will say there was a few times he was open, and I thought Reed Sinet missed him, uh, which is not Covey's fault, but clearly impacts his production. And then after the game, he told uh, Ed Kratz, uh, the Eagles beat reporter, that uh, he suffered torn ligaments in his fingers. Oh. So that's obviously a bummer for Covey. But what I thought was interesting was Jalen Rager came out of the locker room without his pads on yeah. in the start of the yeah. second half. We were all and expecting him to play all game. That was the number one thing Joe DeCamera brought up. Uh-huh. He was like, what I want to see is Jalen Rager in pads in the third quarter. Fourth quarter. He said, I want to see him playing into the yeah. fourth quarter is what he so said. So I was very surprised by that. Uh, so I, obviously the players that come out of the locker room without the pads on are the ones that are going to make the team. Mm-hmm. Now, they could still trade Rager for sure, but I think I was just surprised. Like, you don't want to see more from him. You don't want to get him more reps, like all those things. So – I thought that was one surprise. Uh, staying on the offensive side of the ball, Gardner Minshew played way better last night than he has in camp, and Reed Sinet played way worse than he has. So I thought that uh, – Which was never a real – I know that, like, Sinet no, got a couple second yeah. rest, but Gardner was always going to be the Gardner backup. was always going to be the backup. Um, so I thought last night the Eagles, not only with Hurts, but probably felt good about what they saw from Gardner. And then Reed Sinet didn't play well. Carson Strong, they're still not letting him throw the ball. Yeah. This is like three. not great for Carson yeah. Strong. When you're a quarterback and they're not letting you throw the ball, probably not a great sign for how yes. they feel about you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say that. Yeah. yeah. So quarterback, uh, you know, that's kind of where I see things. Um, cornerback, obviously, we know it's going to be Slay, Bradbury, and Avante as the top three. But the top two outside spots, I think, are kind of interesting. There's a lot of different bodies there right now. A lot of undrafted guys, and you have Zach. You mean the, the next two? After the next that. two yeah. after? Yeah. The next yeah. two outside guys. Yeah. So, um, Zach McPherson, I think at this point is the top backup at outside I would corner. Be sh- I mean, he was drafted in the fourth round yeah, last year. There's no to, way that guy's not making the roster. No, he'll make the roster and he'll get the first shot. I don't know how long his leash will be, but he'll. And he looked fine know. last night. Like, he, yeah. you know. And then Josh Joby, the undrafted uh, cornerback, was starting opposite him when they went to the second team defense. So I thought uh, that was noteworthy as well. All right, interesting stuff. I want to get more into the defense, the starters, what Elliot thought. Obviously, the nice play by Kaiser White, reading the eyes. Jordan Davis, we've talked about it. I want to get into more Nicobe. of that. Nicobe. I mean, yeah, look, your boy, I'm surprised you even wanted to talk about he him. He looked yet. awesome. What did I there say yesterday? I was like, I'm excited to see Nicobe Dean because he's a football player. When the mm. game is on, 
that's when his skills can shine. The diagnosing, the recognizing what's happening, the getting to the ball quickly. Like, he showed all that stuff. He showed why people, why, he, what, we, what he was at Georgia. We saw, like, that type of guy last And night. I thought that, like, for a team that I don't think is a good tackling linebackers for a while, he's a very good tackling Very linebacker. good, yeah. And his yeah. size does, you know, like, the whole, like, oh, he's so small. He doesn't feel that small when he's playing a football game. Like, he's small. Don't get me he wrong. He looks like, small to He me. looks small, but yeah. he doesn't play small, if that yeah. makes any sense. So, I agree with that. 215-592-9494. So we'll get some more thoughts on the defense in a couple minutes. Uh, your thoughts on what you saw last night, how much it changed your opinion of this team moving forward. Let's go to Florida and talk to our buddy Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Hey, what's going on, guys? What up, Jacob? How you doing? So real quick, because I mean, they want to talk about Jalen, but you guys touched on it at the beginning, and it's one of my least favorite things in sports discussion is the, um, like the late hit and how some people are like, oh, back in my day, I would have. I would have knocked his helmet off and then started beating him over the head with it. Like, no, you wouldn't have, dude. Like, stop. <laughs> no. Like, and also, is... you know what? Like, honestly, in all reality, especially in preseason games with all these guys doing the same thing for a living and stuff, like, we just know a lot more now than we used to then, and it matters. And, like, it's it's honestly to the point before what sells. it's egregious to take those type of things in a game that doesn't matter to put, like, that type of thing on the line. It's egregious. Yeah, like if somebody, if somebody, so say Zach Wilson got the same injury, but it happened because one of our players went at his knee out of bounds, it would oh be the goodness. talk of the nation. Yeah, it would be. Um, it would be. But main thing with, uh, with Hurts is, honestly, that's kind of what I expected to see, is for him to make a bad team look bad. Um, yeah. That's I would a, say looking good, good in preseason isn't as much of a story as looking bad like Carson has. Um Nice. nice I, I think, especially, I mean, specifically the Jets, you want to go out there and it's a vanilla defense versus a vanilla offense. And in the modern NFL, the offense is going to be favored. Yeah. So you should go out there and you should look like you can control a game. Especially with the talent you have comparative to the Jets' talent. You're right. You and, and that's the thing, too. Like, I agree that what we have to see with Jalen is when the defense is game planning, can, can he succeed, right? It's with all quarterbacks, that's what you need to see. But, but, like, he did dominate last night. So, like, yes, you're right, uh, Jacob, that, like, the offense had the, had the advantage last night. But he took advantage. He took advantage of it. He did exactly what oh, he absolutely. wanted. So, I think that he definitely passed whatever bar test you want to call last night was. He definitely passed that. Yeah, and I'm not trying to downplay it too much. Um, I'm just not saying, like like Chris was saying earlier, like, oh, 12 no, at the minimum and we're going Jacob, to the championship I think you make game. a really good point. The idea that, you know, he did what he was supposed to do. He did it well. But it would have been a much different situation if he were if he were really bad, and that really would st- stand out. I, yeah. I get your point. And yeah, they made it look easier than I even expected without even going to AJ Brown. His presence on that uh, yeah, Dallas Goddard touchdown, man. He, you know, he ran the post. Two corners followed him, and Goddard was wide open. I'll also say this: like, if you would have told me going into the game he was going to throw it six times, they weren't going to run it at all. I would have not predicted six of six. <laughs> like, I'm being serious. Like, like you know, you say like. Uh, I think it was you that said this, James. Like, you know, we, we know Jalen can do that. Like, no, it was, I, yeah, it was Tom. He was just like, it was like, oh, we only know yeah, he can do this. I, so. I don't know if we know yeah, Jalen can do that. You know, yeah. like, I don't know if we know Jalen can, if he has six wide open passes, if he can hit all six of them. And that's not a huge shot at him. I just meant like he said it, he said it himself. Consistency is what he needs to get better at. And so that was definitely a plus last night as well. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't even the full offense. And they really did make it look super easy. So I do think it's a net positive. Jacob, yeah. great call as always, and I agree. I think, you know, to Jacob's point, look, and that's why 
I already, I've been saying 11-12 wins this whole offseason. You know, I'm in on this team. I think they're going to be good. So last night didn't make me think 13-14. Like, I'm right. right where I'm at. I saw what I wanted to see. But to Jacob's point, like, I don't think you should look at last night and go from nine wins to 13 wins no, or 12 wins. You know, it's not like that kind of thing. This is a, a, a bit off topic, but I would say, like, Winning 12 games is really, really hard. It is. Like, so slightly I would just, easier than I, it used to be. But, I would but, just put so. that out there for not just you because you're not finally at what you're going to pick, but people that are, like, at 12 wins, they can be a really good team. Jalen can improve, and they could not win 12 games. All right, back to the phones in a sec, the defense. We've talked yeah. a little bit about Jordan Davis, a little bit about N'Kobe Dean, a touch about Kaiser White, but haven't really dove into really the whole performance. Obviously, can't take much away from Gannon. You know, he's not going to show anything. But yeah. in terms of, like, the, the players you saw, who flashed, you know, what, what stood out to you? Yeah, so you're, you're right. Gannon is not going to show a ton, especially in these preseason games. Even in training camp, he's not going to show a ton of what he wants to do. But you did see some multiple fronts last night. You saw them do a little bit of 3-4. You saw them do some 4-3. Uh, you saw some do a little bit of 5-2, if I'm not mistaken. And I also thought you saw them move Jordan Davis around. Like, he, he was at different places on the defensive line. He wasn't just playing that 3-4 traditional nose tackle role. And, you know, at the break, I kind of said to you, I want to talk about the defense. I should have been more honest. I just want to talk about Jordan Davis. <laughs> I don't really have much more to say about the defense. Okay, besides, good, like, good. I think what Jordan Davis did last night is, like, such a good sign for what he's going to be. I think... There were, there were a couple things that stood out, but one to me that I think is probably the best, he really, really hustled. And the reason I think that's so important is because the whole thing you heard about in Georgia was like he's had weight issues and he's such a big guy or whatever. Effort. Yeah, all yeah. those things, right? There were two, three times I saw him run easily 10 or 15 yards to the end of the play, and he didn't make the tackle. He didn't even get half a tackle, so it doesn't show up. But just seeing him do that is such a great sign for, I think, what he can be because that shows – Look, it's the first preseason game. He's excited. I get that. But it shows such, like, a level of commitment and, like, a wanting to be great when you hustle down to the end of the play. So I thought seeing that from him last night was a tremendous sign. And then, of course, just at the line of scrimmage, he's huge. Like, yeah. he's, like I don't, you know, it sounds simple, and I want to put it more eloquently, but that's really the best way to say it. Like, one-on-one, -on -one, nobody can stop him from pushing that pocket. Yeah. First of all, he's so huge. Like you said, he's the biggest player on the team him yeah. and a lot of monsters but but on top of that too, he's also again this is why i kept harping on that that josh norris line coming into the draft and and after they picked him like he is potentially the greatest athlete in the history of the draft when you take size and what he did in terms of his running in terms of his cones in terms of his agility all that stuff like potentially the greatest performance by yeah. an athlete in the history of the combine like that's how freakish this guy is for his size to be able you know joe brought it up on the show and it's a great way to put it he ran a four seven eight forty jerry rice went a four seven one forty yeah this guy's what six five three sixty or whatever i mean like it's it's insane six six yeah six, whatever but, yeah, yeah it's it's, no, it's it is it is a, a human being should not be that big and that athletic it shouldn't work like that. so there's another there's another player on the roster, and his name's like Rendell Wren, I think. Um, he's a backup defensive tackle, former fourth-round pick. Not MC Wren. No, not okay. whoever that is. But oh, um, no. <laughs> um, so, so Wren, right? He's just as big as Jordan Davis. Like, there's been times I've been in practice where I'm like, we talk so about so much about how big Jordan Davis is. This guy's just as big. Yesterday, they're running out uh, of the tunnel, and they were kind of next to each other when they were running, and just like. It really made me appreciate how Jordan Davis is just different. Mm -hmm. Rendell Wren is just as big as Jordan Davis, just as heavy, just as tall. And, like, it looked like 
me competing against an Olympic. It's unbelievable. Like, it's just the way he moves at his size. And what you saw last night wasn't a ton of, like, pass rushing moves or anything. But when he just puts his arms up and wants to push you back as an offensive lineman, there is nothing you can do about well, it. Well, I'm happy you brought that up because that's the other part of it, too. We're just talking about the freakish athleticism, what we've already seen in practice, in games, the dominance, the physical strength, all the stuff the guy has. But a point you've made multiple times already, and we knew it coming in, everything we heard from him, the Maxwell Awards, but then once you got in the locker room with him. But right. then I think we see it again with this Cam Jurgens thing with him coming out and being like, I hate this, like, for my teammate and all yeah. that. Like, this is a A-plus kid. Like, 100%. outside of how athletic and great and the upside all like this is a this is a a wonderful person to have here and to be a to your point you set up a leader down the road and yeah. and a spokesman all he's that special like, he's special on a lot of levels and and i think again to your point i think if i had to bet i bet that when in five years when when they do the 2022 redraft i bet he's a top five pick oh i 100 percent agree he probably should have been a top five pick this year Already. honestly yeah but like we say this a lot about Jordan Mailata, you know, he's just like, there's not a lot of Jordan Mailatas out there. Mm -hmm. Like, he's an incredible athlete, nice guy, like, he's like winning the mass Singer, right? There's yeah. just not a lot of, like, I think Jordan Davis is in that category. Yeah. Jordan Davis think is about like. that, to have a guy on each line like that. Yeah, can, that yeah. can be a leader. Yeah, it's, man. Look at this. Howie. 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 I'm just so, I'm so happy <laughs> you're seeing, you know, yeah, yeah. the greatness that is. 215-592-9494. Still about 40 minutes left in the show to get in and react to last night. Did it change your opinion about this team? And again, any player you want to bring up, if you have a question about Elliot, about guys, how they looked in practice first the game, anything and everything, we will take it. 215-592-9494. 94, 94. Let's go back to the phones, go to Wisconsin, and talk to our pal Glenn. Hey, Glenn. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Glenn? How you doing? Um, well, first I'd like to say that uh, that late hit yesterday wasn't a late hit like 10 years ago in the NFL compared to like late hits you get nowadays, so that was just ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it was an egregiously awful hit. That's like the best way to put it. Um, oh, yeah, I wanted to see what you thought. Uh, one of the defensive players uh, I thought that played pretty well, I don't know if he'd be a stud, was uh, Tate Gowan. I thought he played pretty well yesterday. Well, he had, if I'm not mistaken, that was him at the end of the game that they were targeting in the end zone, and it looked like it was going to be a touchdown, and he ripped the ball away. So, yeah, I thought that the backup cornerbacks actually played uh, a pretty good. Like I mentioned, Josh Joby, I think he had a bunch of tackles, which is not always good for a cornerback. It normally means they're having success throwing it your way. But Tay Gowan is also different than the other cornerbacks in that I think he has, like, elite size and arm length for the position. So I'm very interested in see how he does the rest of the preseason games. I think he's going to get a ton of snaps. I also think my biggest winner had to be James after watching Nicobe Dean on there because the way he was uh, playing off the block, uh, the block shooting from defensive lineman was exactly what he did in college as well. My man. Glenn, I love that. I love anytime I can get a win. Well, it'll know? be interesting to see if they, if they use Nicobe week one. I'm still not there yet because I do think TJ has had a really good camp. Uh, Kaiser, Kaiser White, White's going to play. Kaiser White's going to yeah. play. And Davion, but I think what they'll do is they'll find packages to get Dean on the field, and they'll be in kind of what like last night, you know, running in behind Jordan Davis, those type of things. So I think they'll probably find a way. But going into last night, I thought there was maybe a chance like Dean was inactive week one, and there's still a lot of time. Now after last night and showing that, I think he probably dresses. Well, even if he doesn't play this year, I think it showed that we had, he has the potential to be a linebacker for the future, which is like the big thing the Eagles have needed for the yeah. past few years. Yeah, I'm so with you, Glenn, and, and as always, great call. And especially as you've talked about with Jordan Davis and staying in shape, the same thing goes for N'Kobe Dean in terms of bulking up, in terms of getting more physical size and all that. Like, he's in a professional 
football yeah. locker room, he will get you know all the help he can in those departments. Well, he just said something too, like the Eagles need a linebacker of the future. I mean, TJ's young, Kaiser's young, Davion's young. Like, yes, all, well, you know, chances are if you include Nakobe, not all four of them are going to pan out. This is how it works in the NFL. But they're not exactly an aging linebacker core that's being pieced together by one-year veterans. Like, they are a young core that has potential. 215-592-9494. Two more segments to go for us. We will get to as many calls as we can. Get on the line now. 215-592-9494. We'll get to as many as we can before the end of the show. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino and the all-new Bet Parks app is everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook, and it's the only app that we here at Go Birds recommend. The Bet Parks Sportsbook app has you covered for football season. You can bet on pro football futures, bet on how many games the birds are going to win this year, whether they make the playoffs. You can bet on who leads the league in passing and rushing yards, receiving yards. You can bet on who's going to be the pro football league champion based on a $100 money line wager. Buffalo pays out $600. Tampa Bay pays out $750. Green Bay, $1,000. And our birds pay out $3,000 if they win it all on a $100 money line wager bet. Bet Parks is also the official betting partner of the PGA Tour. You can do live in-game betting with such a bet on the action as it happens. Join me, join Elliot, and bet on all your favorite sports and play all your favorite casino games for real money download the app in the app store google play store or at betparks.com new users can make their first bet risk-free up to 750 dollars a risk-free bet is refunded site credit sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app with another song i don't know what do you have I only heard a little bit of it, but I'm not sure. Turn it up, man. Turn it up. I don't even want to guess because I don't want to embarrass my. I originally thought it was maybe Beastie Boys. Okay, that was right. Okay. Still still not an impressive nailing of it, but. Hey, Elliot, I'm proud of you for knowing it. Me too, man. I'm a music It's sabotage. Like, like. My God! I One of the most famous you, music why videos I of hear all time. That song. Like, it's tell like, me what walk of life would I hear that song? Every it's ubiquitous. Everyone knows sabotage. Is it on a commercial? Like, yes, where else? it's on commercials. It's it's been everywhere. It okay. was like the most famous music. One of the most famous music videos ever. Like all that stuff. Yeah, it, I didn't it's watch the music opening. It was like on an iTunes commercial for one point. Like, it's been all that stuff. The right. opening to it is like an iconic riff. Iconic. Yes, it is super iconic super riff. iconic. I'll it tell is. you, I. My personal music preference, I probably can't name many iconic riffs. Yeah, we know, buddy. Yeah. We know. Look, we Elliot, what, you summed up your music preference with, was it in a commercial? Yeah, exactly. Well, he's saying it's iconic. <laughs> it's exactly, so. most. It's yeah. exactly right. It's like, oh, I might know it if it was in a commercial. Hear a lot of That's not how you should learn music. Thank you, yeah. Moshe. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You've totally redeemed yourself. It's a good way to learn and the hits. totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> All right, 215 Ninety-four, ninety-four. We're going to try to get to as many calls as we can. Rob Ellis is coming up next, reacting to last night's game. If you want to get in with us, we do have a couple open lines. You can get in now. Two one five five nine two ninety-four, ninety-four. For now, let's go back to the phones and go to South Philly and talk to our buddy Darren Yodey. What's up, brother Elliot? Shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> and no, I had faith on you. I thought I thought maybe with one more song you could have pulled it back together. 
I didn't lose face, brother. Just, just oh, know that. that. Yeah, appreciate I did. it, there. I, did, I appreciate you, it. You did it, Mo. What about I, I did like an eagle? That was good. Yeah. But then he had, you know, two horrible ones after that. And so. he, had a, he had a scene going, bro. So I was gonna let him be great. But Listen, anyway, I, okay, just a, a, and I, I'm sure this will will bother a lot of people out there because I know a lot of people love it. But hard and fast rule on Go Birds Radio. No country music. I'm sorry. I hate what it. What about Wagon the, Wheel by the, Darius Rucker? I like Wagon Wheel, but okay. it's not like country. I it's, agree got with a, you, a, it's got like a, a touch of country. There's a little like it's twang. Pop, I can maybe. do a little twang. I can yeah. do whatever, but like real deal country, I am so far <laughs> out on it. And I, I'm sorry. I know people love it. I get it. I'm not not a shot at you. Love your music. Everyone loves what they love. Cannot stand it. Not your, not no more on the show. Uh, okay. James, to be honest, I'm with you. I thought that maybe I could get away with it because Justin in Tennessee is such a big part of I the like show. That. But and look, Waylon Jennings yeah. is cool. Like, you know, that's cool. But yeah. anyway, what's on your mind, Dave? Um, hey, Ellie, this is like my call is mainly for you, just because uh, nice. you are the insider to go to here. Um, yes. For the love of God, can you tell me who I don't? I I think there's two number 47s, but the third and fourth quarter, I don't know who he is, but he needs to make this team. Just on pure, it. I couldn't on defense. I could not. There was not a play. Are you talking about Reed Blankenship? The safety. He was in every. He was. At, he found the ball every play. Like I mean, I. I yeah. really didn't watch the first second quarter. I wanted to see the third and fourth. I was shocked to see that Rager wasn't in. I thought Nicobe Dean would actually be in the third in the third in the third quarter just because you know I didn't feel like. I mean, I think great player, but the way with the linebackers yeah. set up, I thought they would make single. But that dude, I mean, I swear, every play, I'm just like, who is this dude? So, Why is he at the ball every play? Like, is I he, think you're you know, talking about Reed Blankenship, and if you are, he's had a very good camp, uh, backup safety, okay. undrafted guy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think Where he's had a very good Where do you see him in the mix? Do you think he's on the on 53 side or on the bubble still? He's definitely still on the bubble, but the good news is if there's any position where you have to make the team in this Eagles roster and you're on the bubble, safety is the one to be at because really, I mean, Marcus Epps is definitely going to make the team and play a ton of snaps. Anthony, uh, Number 46. Calcaterra is 47, so he would not be playing defense. So 46 is playing a chance. Okay, I, mean, so I got and that's, I, I that's just blank like blank right? You're right. Good pull with yeah, blank there. That yeah. was impressive. Um, but uh, Anthony Harris is probably going to make the team. I'd say he's like 80%. And then Kayvon's in there. But after that, like, Jaquaski tart has been a, dis- a, a bit of a disappointment. Even Kayvon, I don't think, is guaranteed snaps. So it's definitely still a bubble guy, but a month ago okay. I would have said he's a long shot, and he's played his way into, like, the conversation. And, 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 and to the point about this game, this game has not changed my, my stance on the season because I already had us going 14-3. and three. So Damn, let's wow. go, Bird. Love it, D. What a call. 14-3. and th- Can you imagine? 14 14- like, I think they're going to win 11, 12 games. I haven't gotten to my official. I Honestly, like, I'm leaning 12, but we'll see what happens. But, like, 14 is, like, I mean, th- let's, 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 impressive. Like, let's go down nice. that road. Let's yeah. just let's go down Okay, the road. yeah, like, play it out let's as say they say. They, they win 14. They go 14 and 3. Okay. They are set up to be one of the next, like, dynasties. Well, they well, – I mean, let's all be right, – All right, Michael no, no, Irvin, no, rein no, it in here, no, no. Well, no, but, like, in. let's be honest here. If they win 14 games – We saw year, them win – 14 and or 15, whatever they won them one year. And, I, and they, I don't think they they got 13. They right? were 13. Well, they, and they were they, set up until they were Carson technically 13 and two, and they didn't play the last game. Right. So it was like, but regardless, the point is, is they, yeah, he did, and then they weren't a dynasty. So don't like well, throw of course, on the anything could happen. The, yeah. the point I'm making more is if this group of players wins 14 games, they are so incredibly well set up for the future. Yes. Like when you think we about very, look, the they'll be the one seed. They will be the one seed. Yeah, they'll be the one seed. They'll probably the, have the best record in the NFL. With, with, the, with the quarterback that's, that's you know, it's like his third year, a head coach that's in his second year, yeah. all they'll types of linemen that are young. Yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll be, that's what I was trying to say. But I get it. Dynasty, no, it's, it's a yeah. good point. Let's go to Germantown and talk to our buddy Robert. Hey, buddy. 
Hey, guys. How you doing? What up, Robert? How you doing? Excellent. Uh, sorry, I'm just munching on a, a sandwich here from something There's called Handles Homemade Ice Cream. That. Love a good sandwich, my friend. Now, on the yeah. radio, maybe a little something Yeah, it's probably better that. not but, to eat yeah. on the radio, but, yeah. Robert, if it, I, yeah. I'll give you special it, dispensation. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd bring you some, but I'm up in Royersford just for fun. And uh, Anyways, the football game that we watched yesterday, I love their offensive line. I think Hertz is going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd be longing for three players, guys. Hopefully we can improve in three areas. Hunter, safety, and I want a stud running back. I want somebody that can just You're not in on get Miles? those yards. Miles is not, not my kind of Marshawn Lynch type running back. I mean, Miles is a... You know, kind of a more like a O.J. Simpson type back. I want a mile. I want Jacobs. I want Lynch. I want some guy Jerome the bus from back in the day. I yeah, want that I kind of guy. Yeah, I don't know if there's many type of running backs anymore. I mean, there's Derrick Henry, but like outside of that, I think a lot of the best backs in the league are ones. I mean, you look at uh, Jonathan Taylor in Indianapolis. I don't think he fits that mold. I think a lot of the backs today you also want to have catch it. Now, Miles, I think, still has to prove he can be a consistent option out of the backfield, but. And it, you know, it didn't show a lot last night. He didn't run the ball. He only caught the ball once. But, man, I'm telling you, he's had an outstanding training camp. Like, I know the whole thing about him getting reps with the second team was interesting. But at the end of the day, he's looked explosive. He looks fast. He looks strong. Like, I really think if he can stay healthy, he's set for a monster season. I agree. But I still want one more back there. In the, in the, in the, you know, You're greedy, and- Robert. You're greedy. I am greedy. Look, you're going to run the ball. You're going to run the ball a lot. And I well, think we still have well, Robert, this. Robert, I think what you're missing is they do have that elite running back there. His name's Jalen Hurts. Mm. But also, they didn't throw it. They didn't run it a single time last night. For what it's worth, Hurts' Did short yardage has been phenomenal. Yeah, like, he's one of the best options very, in the league. Very, very good at getting at, like, a yard for you. Fourth and two, fourth and one. He is. I feel really great about the team. It was great to see football game. But quick question for you guys. I didn't watch the game, and I didn't listen. Who won the game last night? The Phillies beat the Mets in New York, yeah, really? Yeah, the Phillies won. Yep, 2-1. to one. Oh, that's that's a good thing. That's hard it to is, do in New York. It is. <laughs> I'm with you, Robert. And great call as always. Yeah, big one again tonight. So we got Nola versus DeGrom tonight. Your guy, Aaron Nola, on the hill tonight. Big game, Nola. You you love Aaron. Always have. Never have once demeaned him or yeah, criticized him. Yeah, I've always been him. very clear. He's definitely a believer. <laughs> yeah. Nah, tonight, I was asking you this before the show, like, one of the biggest starts of his career. It's up there. You know, it's he's had there. some September starts. That one against the Marlins where theoretically could right. have actually made the playoffs. Silly year, but um, he's probably had some bigger ones. But it's certainly, you know, uh, uh, one of the bigger starts he's had. It's a, going up against DeGrom in New York, winning last night, a chance to win the series. is a big one. So take two minutes on the Phillies. Yes, I know please. it's Gobert's radio, but they've earned the time. Right? Yes. They've earned the yes. time. They're 14 games above um, 500. Yeah. It was insane. interesting in the press box last night. Obviously, everyone's paying attention and doing their job. But at the same time, everyone's like, oh, like, you know, Verling just threw him out. It's a 10th now. Yeah. Like, and no. it's been a long time since the Phillies stole attention from the Eagles. Dude, uh, just in terms of, like, I noticed with my own thing, like, when I went to the fish shows last weekend, normally when I go to, and it's usually around that time of year, I'll go to fish concerts or some sort of concerts or whatever the last Mostly few years. fish concerts. Always fish concerts. Yeah. But my wife and I have a weekend away or whatever it is. And normally I'm like, all right, I'm taking the weekend off from sports. I'm really going to, like, I'll, like, find out what happened. I'll check the scores. But I'm not locked in. Like, I was, like, on my phone at the concert, like, checking Philly scores. Like, that's how locked in I was with this team. I never do that. Well, it is fish, to be fair. Exactly. So, you know, that's just how impressive (laughs) the Phillies have been. No, 100%. And, like, I put out a poll yesterday, and there was a bit of, like, a rhetorical question in a way. But – I said, what, what would you want more this this uh, weekend? 
First play of the game last night, touchdown A.J. Brown. I could Honestly, I couldn't believe this ball. Phillies win two out of three versus the Mets. And it was and like, obviously one's more important, like clearly. It's I, even I, close. Yeah. I was like 33% of people are morons. Yeah, and the, and the Eagles still got 35%, which it's is such an example of how this will always be an Eagles town, but, man, the Phillies, they are earning the, the distraction, if that makes and sense. And they should. And, and, look, it's been a long long very long time long time yeah. we as phillies fans are itching we're like jonesing whatever you want to say for it so it's, it's really cool to have it back all right let's go back to phones go to glenside talk to our buddy matt matthew hey guys how's it going what's up matt hey guys um real quick just wanted to say uh i had a question about kenny gainwell yes um i know he didn't get to play last night but i mean how is he looking in camp i haven't heard much about that uh-huh. well so he's missed the last few practices with an injury um He's looked good, I think. I mean, he looks like, uh, I mean, Miles Sanders is going to get the most touches from the running back position with the first-team offense. He's definitely going to get the most carries. But it wouldn't shock me if Kenny Gainwell got the most targets. They've really been throwing it to to him a ton uh, in practice, and he's looked good. So I definitely think, look, he's, he's injured now, which is clearly not ideal. But his camp was going really well before then. Gotcha. Um, also, Elliot, welcome to the uh, Zach Pascal fan club. I'm really glad when Thank I said you. months ago when he was signed that he was <laughs> yes. going to have a better season than Quez Watkins. I'm really glad that you've come around. Well, Matt, honestly, if you're in the fan club, I'm happy to be a part of Look it. I, sh- I should have known. When, to when's your to you. two guys' first meeting? Do you have like a meeting set up? Or yeah, well, I guess probably t-shirts? me and then Zach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got to figure it out. The shirt will just say Zach yeah. runs faster than we thought. <laughs> TBD. He does. He runs. He uh, does. I, right. I we had this conversation on the pod. Elliot put out the tweet, and and as you're referencing Matt earlier this week, I'm I'm officially in on Zach Pascal, and I asked him on the pod, and he's like, "Hey, man," he's like. Faster than I thought, and this and that. And, and when I watched him last night, I'm like, oh, wow, he's fat. You're right. Yeah. Faster than I thought. So, yeah. I, I, look, it uh, wouldn't I, shock me if he had more ca- more yards than Quez Watkins this year. Quez yeah, I also said, I mean, they both look good. He did, yeah. yeah. But, okay, I mean, he's just a hard-nosed guy. He grinds it out. He has a lot more touchdowns than Quez, that's for, for sure. sure. He's a shot. Well, he's been um, in the league longer, but also, you're right. The, the amount of touchdowns he has for his experience is surprising. I'll say this, Matt. You ready? As a fellow fan club member, he's clearly yep. the best number four receiver in the NFL. Love I it. can't, dude. I, this is the thing. You keep throwing shade on him on Twitter, calling him a number four. I think he's our number three. I don't think he is, but I, he could turn himself into. But I think, I think as far as the coaches view it, I do think the way they've talked about Quez this off season leads me to believe yeah. that they they want Quez to be the three and to grab that three. But look, Matt, to your point and to the what we all saw last night and what Elliot's been saying, like there's just a chance Zach Pascal is better. It's certainly possible. Yeah, I mean, for all of our sakes, let's just hope so. But um, well, I mean, what's wrong with Quez? Why? What do you? It's like Quez. Like, actually, I think it'd be I better know. if Quez is better because he's younger and he's and you know you have him, Pascal. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think Pascal's bigger. Like, we I don't want know. Both I just to like, be good, but like, if I, if honestly, if I had to. If you said to me only one of these guys can be great, I'd much rather be Quez well, than Zach. And also, no offense. Quez brings something that no other receiver does, which is legitimate deep speed. Uh, you know, to to stretch the field. Yeah, I mean, he let one sail through his hands last night, but it's preseason. We'll let it go. Look at this, man. I um, love how in you are on Pasco, wow. to the detriment I'm of so Pasco, president of the fan club. Um, and lastly, you know, just want to, you know, big shout out to my dad, who I said during the draft, who's the one guy you want? Doesn't matter when you pick him, Jordan Davis. Boom. Wow, your dad, as usual, man, a great call. Your dad just always seems to. I nail feel it. like you know how they say like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Like his dad's out here scouting like defensive linemen, top fifteen picks, and Matt's out here like, yeah, man, I'm the Zach Pascal. I love fan it. Club it's guy, such you know? a good point. Yeah, 
I, I again, I love how hard he went there too. Like, it's a, we can root for both guys. Like, yeah. I want Quez and Zach to be good. He's that like, was don't good. you dare call he's him like, the number. He's four. like, let's all pray that Zach is better. Than <laughs> yes, Quez. exactly. Yes. You need to because you're the fan club guy. Yes. All right, one five. Well, if I'm gonna be in the the fan club, I'm gonna be president. Oh, 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 throwing that out there. Oh, yeah. I don't think you're as into it though. I mean, well, I'm not in it. That dude really I'll loves Zach Cosgrove. I'm president or I'm not in it. <laughs> Matt can decide next week. Call it. Well. Let us let's show. Yeah. <laughs> 215-592-9494. One more segment to go. We will get to you if you're on the line now, I promise. It's Elliot James. We're coming right back. You just, you just you, you push back a little bit, and then motion Kravitz yeah. crushes I'm pretty it. sure I know this one. Shut up, dude. What do you think it is? No, I know it, but I don't want to say it, because if I get it wrong, you're going to embarrass I mean, it's like... I know this song. That's it. That's all that matters. I know the song. <laughs> oh, I have heard the song, and I know it. Yes. It is one, like, among the most famous yes. songs ever. I know it. Exactly. Yes. I yes. play it all the time. <laughs> it was on my playlist growing up. Is that what you want to hear with these old songs, that I listen to these old songs? I want you to know what Johnny B. Good is, because you're a human being in America. That's what I want. Yeah, yes. I know that was Johnny B. Good. Of course you did. It's in my recent I, uh, iTunes search <laughs> history. <laughs> See, Enough. James, next time you should say something that sounds like the right name and just totally pull that the rug be, out from under him. Be like, him. oh, yeah, it's this. And then he'll say, yeah, I knew. And then just be like, I was kidding. So <laughs> I didn't know that yeah, song. I like most, I'm going to file that one away. I won't say on air what my guess was going to be. It was not going to be good. <laughs> I'll say a lot of things on air. I sung Summer Lovin' on air. I will yeah. never say what my guess for that song okay. was going to be. Well, I can't wait to find out. If you see Elliot in person, ask him what that guess, what that song was yeah. going to be. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Enough of Elliot's horrible Music knowledge. Let's get to as many calls as we can. So we get a music. Let's go to Collingswood and talk to Charles. What up, Charles? Yo, how are you guys doing? What up, Charles? How you doing? Man, I love that last song you played, Stand By Me. That was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> good work. Nicely done. That was good. Was that it? Charles? No, wow. no, no. Oh, okay. No, uh, I, was, I thought you hung up. I thought I heard a hang up. One I was for like, one. Wow, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's like the Costanza, right? All right, I'm out. Anyway, what's on your mind, Charles? So, uh, Sabotage, man, I was I, I, I started an internship at MTV in 1994. Wow. I went to the I went to the 94 VMAs where they I believe they played that song. And I was up in the balcony when they tore into it. And when they did that scream, I, I turned around and I heard a bustle of people. And it was like Madonna walking by with her entourage. Wow. wow. That's wild. <laughs> And we locked eyes, man. It was crazy, crazy times, man. I love the we locked eyes. Yeah. I love that. That's I feel like scary. Madonna's got to be like top ten coolest people to to say that you like have a story with. Up there, you know. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. she's pretty popular. But yeah, you could say that. Yeah, she was yeah. all she was all right back in the day. But uh, I, my my friend had the fortune fortune of going on a music video shoot with Spike Jones uh, of Sabotage, wow. and she told me before it was released, she was like, "Yeah, man, I just spent the day with them. We were running around, jumping over cars." Everything was so fucking, uh, so freaking cool. Dump that. And, uh, Dump it. Okay. You know, uh, keep I'm going. Sorry. No, no worries. Here. No worries. It happens, buddy. But uh, yeah, it was it was a good time to be alive, and I, I hope uh, Elliot can uh, start listening to more music. Ah, then. Charles, uh, great call. And I'm with you. Listen to more. That's how you know these things. That's how you learn these look, things. Sabotage I don't know what to say. It's, it's the same thing with movies. Like. I don't like going back and watching old movies. I don't like going back and listening to old music. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not saying it's a, it's a good quality of mine. 
But so wouldn't you want to? We only have change? so much time on this but earth. You, I don't want to. You know, you can change. You can adjust. You can become better. I don't want to change. You, why though? Because I like listening to the same music. You I like rewatching oh, the same gosh. shows. All right. Wait, wait. wait. You like list. rewatching and and re-listening to current stuff, but yes. you won't try one time with old stuff. I hear enough old stuff on these bringbacks for the oh commercial. Oh my god! Anyway. All right, let's keep it rolling. Let's go to Burlington County and talk to Dave. I'd rather talk to Dave than Elliot. That's for sure. What up, Dave? <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. What thanks up, Dave? Making it, buddy. Uh, yeah. So first off, ESP. I mean, your your gaps in pop cultural, uh, you know, knowledge never see, never, uh, never disappoint. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they disappoint. They never cease to amaze. They disappoint. Well, it is <laughs> it's some kind of like divine like torture or whatever that James who like prides himself on old movies and old music works with me and Joe DeCamera the most. Yeah, and again, old old in Elliot's mind is like the nineties. All yeah. right. We're not talking like the fifties. Well the nineties was like thirty years yes, ago. Yeah. I mean that's not, you know Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, anyway. I don't know. I think it's entertaining. I think it's a good bit at this point. So you yeah. might as well, so take, trust you know, me. Yeah. You might as well just keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't oh, think we have any choice. Yeah, Dave. trust me. It's it, keep yeah. up. <laughs> uh, I was calling because uh, I was at the game last night, um, and it was really encouraging for uh, you know the team starters. Obviously, we need to see more, but it was a good first step. Um, and I'm actually calling about one play specifically. Um, I don't know if you guys touched on this earlier, but I was actually really glad that they called that penalty on Jalen Hurts' rushing PD. Um, you know, oh, yeah. We need to see more development from him as a passer. Like, I had no interest in watching him run in a touchdown in the preseason. So That's I wanted to see you guys. I was actually, Dave, it's funny because I, 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 it was as disappointed as I will be with an Eagles touchdown just because I wanted to see him throw it. I wanted to see him. You're right. Like, I, I will never complain. He took guys, the smart play. But I definitely was like, oh, I want to see him throw it in there. Dave, I'll throw this at you. And then, James, if you want, you can answer. But, um, oh, yeah, no problem. Dave, do you think he looks uh, quicker this year? Um... It's hard to say because, you know, I think recency bias, you know, we were watching him at the end of the year with, you know, his ankle injury or whatever he had going on. So, you know, I'd have to go back and watch games, you know, uh, week one, week two last year as opposed to week, you know, 16, 17. I think think he does look quicker. Like, he's always been a very uh, efficient runner. He's always been very good at it. I feel like now he has a little bit more of, like, when he starts to go, you can see the speed right away. I feel like he used to take, you know, a stride or two to get going. I think he does look quicker. I'm going to look for that. Now that, now that you said that, ESP, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep my eye on it. All right, re- report you know, back. Next, Dave, great call, man. Call again more often. I uh, definitely knew your stuff. All right, let's keep it rolling. Let's squeeze one more in. Let's go to Virginia and talk to Cruz. What up, Cruz? Hey, what's up, fellas? I was just calling because I, I, I think last night kind of, like, reified that I think that the team is going to be a whole lot better this year. I was just predicting twelve and five, but now I'm thinking like thirteen and three, uh, thirteen and four, fourteen and three. Mm. I could truly see it. I don't, I don't know, but that first team offense, first team defense, even the second team, the rotation that defensive line is looking real scary. Yeah, so I think to what we did from last year. it's a good point. Yeah, so I think they need a few things to happen for them to reach the thirteen, fourteen wins, and I think that the fact all of us can sit here and say there's a chance speaks to how. Good how much, could, better, how, how much be. better the roster right. is than it was. So yes. they need the schedule to be as bad as everyone thinks it which is. Which it looks like it which could it looks be, like it we'll could see. Be. Things change. And, and they need to pass it better. But if those two things happen. And rush the passer, to Cruz's point. Yes, like, that would passer. be the third I would throw in there. Defense, because I think that makes everything else go Agreed. But if those three things and, happen, and, like, yeah, they, they could absolutely win 14 games. And with that call, and also with that call being called back for the running touchdown, that just also shows that, man, Jalen is going to be scary in the red zone. 
Yeah, you got yeah. AJ Brown, like you like Zach Pasco, he's in the red zone too. Big Dallas Goddard. We got I think we're gonna be a pretty well rounded team when it comes down to scoring. I don't know about how it is. Like you said, you was having problems you saw problems in training camp. Yeah. With the driving down the field, but look yeah. I know it's vanilla offense, vanilla defense, but they made it look effortless. Cruz, great call. And yeah, I'm with you. And again, like I do think that we get um, not carried away because him becoming a better passer is paramount to him being what we want him to be. But I do think we forget how dynamic he can be in a game with the legs. And what and, and Jonathan Gannon talked about it when he was on with Angelo and all that stuff where it kind of we forget just how hard he can be to stop when when everything's kind of working. Yeah. So know? I do think that uh, the Eagles offense being at their best when it's off schedule plays is not good. But. A lot of plays from, in yeah, the NFL yeah. end up being off schedule. It's good to be able you know? to be good at that, too, is it, the point. And it's yeah. funny with him playing la- well last night. A lot of people were tweeting me, being like, oh, Elliot, you were saying he was struggling in camp. What are you going to say now? And it's like, I'm going to say that he played really well. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't know. What do you mean? Like, like him playing well last night doesn't mean he was being awesome in camp. It means he played well last night. So, All right. Um, uh, this has been a blast. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who called him. We heard from our people. We love it. Um, literally could not do the show without the callers. Thank you to all of you. Thank you to Moshe Kravitz. Back in the studio, did a great job, except for two returns. Mostly. 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 Otherwise, a fantastic job as usual. Dave Breitmeyer, awesome job on site. Uh, we will be back this week with pods. Check it yes. out. Uh, Elliot, I'll be in Cleveland. I was just about to say, you will yeah. be in Cleveland. I will be in Cleveland. You will hear a pod from Cleveland. We'll be giving you the, the Speaking of old inside music. scoop of the joints. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, rock maybe I'll go to the Rock and Roll Hall. Should. That would a great bit you that should would be learn if I walked around the uh, Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame. Who's that? Who's that? Yeah. What's that? Who's, who's that? What's, What's that, that instrument? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, so, again, thank you to everyone called in, the producers. We really appreciate it. We'll be back next week and, of course, during the week with the pods. Coming up next, Robbie, the great Rob Ellis, is up. I'm sure talking birds, fillies, and a whole lot more. So keep it here for that. It's Elliot. It's James from Beautiful Sportsbook. At Parks Casino, and let me remind you one more time that the Bet Parks app is everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook, and it's the only app that we here at Go Birds recommend. The Bet Parks sportsbook app has you covered for football season. You can bet on pro football futures, bet on how many games the birds are going to win this year, how many, uh, whether the birds are going to make the playoffs. You can bet on who's going to lead the league in passing and rushing yards. You can bet on who's going to be the pro football league champion based on a hundred dollar money line wager. Buffalo pays out six hundred dollars. Tampa Bay seven fifty. Green Bay pays $1,000, and our birds pay $3,000 on a $100 money line wager if they win it all. Bet Parks is also an official betting partner of the PGA Tour, plus live in-game betting lets you bet on the action as it happens. Join us right now and bet on all your favorite sports and play your favorite casino games for real money. Download the app in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at BetParks.com, new users can make their first bet risk-free up to $750. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit, sportsbook, and casino, all in one amazing app.